You're listening to Radigan's Rockcast, a series focused on talking about music from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and even current. Now, here's your host, Tom Radigan. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Radigan's Rockcast. Whether you are listening to this on WMIO, Amazon, Spotify, YouTube, Castos, wherever you are on, I'm glad you are on. So, Maroon 5. We've we've discussed their first two studio albums. Now we are going over hands all over. And it, so it was 2010. And around this time, you know, Maroon 5 technically as a group were, was already together for a while at this point. You know, they were already together uh, for like close to, you know, um, like 20 years at that point, you know. And um, yeah, no. So, uh, but, you know, as a group and the, the focus, they were still, you know, um, it was... You know, it was still eight years since their uh, first album. And they're able, with this album, they're able to keep it similar to Songs About Jane. And even won't be uh, before, uh, so, like, you, you know, that title is a long title to say. Won't It won't be soon before long. That title. It's hard to say that title. I don't know why. I don't know why for me. I don't know why it's hard to say that title. I don't know. It's it just it's a long title. But um, Hands All Over um, is a, a pretty good... It's a decent album, I think. Um, with the song, I, rem- I remember um, my friend at the time was telling me about the song uh, Misery from Maroon 5. And I and I was like, okay, okay. I mean, I knew that there was a Beatles song, Misery. So I checked out uh, and I, I was wondering, oh, was it a cover of that? But I was like, oh, it probably wasn't. And when I heard it, I was like, oh, this is pretty good. This is actually re- really good. And uh, yeah, no, and it was this... You know, it was the it was one of the jams of 2010, and um, you know I didn't really check out the album until recently, and a lot of the songs are are good for what you know a lot of the music that was coming out in 2010, and it made me realize that you know because around that time I was more into of course like 60s and 70s music and all that, but thinking back you know 2010 actually had a lot of good songs that came out that year honestly, and the album um, itself uh, definitely is able to still be simple, you know? I mean, of course there is a little bit more instruments and they still have, and they add more, um, you know, instruments and like musicians for certain uh, songs and all that. But I think um, you still have that simple, you know, five guy vibe uh, on this record. And I think that's what really works. So we'll start off with the first song on the album. And of course the biggest hit on the album was Misery. And the music video, I mean, of course, is a little silly, but um, as a song, it works pretty well. I mean, the guitar work is good. I think um, Adam Levine does a good job at carrying the song. Um, you know, it's just, it's it's a good, I don't know. I feel like I, I still get nostalgic vibes when I, I listen to it. Um, you know, I think um, definitely get, I, I, yeah, of, of like the, of the 2010s and all that. I think it's a good song to start it off uh, and all that. And I think it works pretty well. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's definitely, I think, one of my favorite Maroon 5 songs. It's, uh, it was the only song that was really, that I really knew from this album. There was not really a lot of other songs that would play on the radio, um, from this album besides that. And, uh, yeah, so the second song is Give a Little More. And, uh, you know, it's got a cool beat and all that, but I think, um... I'm just not into the whole melody or, like, the type of tone of, like, Adam Levine's voice and the chorus. Like, you know, the beat is good, but, you know, the lyrics and the, and the rest of, of the song, I just don't think add up and all that. 
But, um, you know, I mean, there might be some others that like it. I mean, but when coming at number three, we got Stutter. Uh, and that's really cool, too. Like, the way the music works and the way he even, you know, shows, like, the stutter. Because it sounds like it sometimes is, you make me want to shut up, shut up. Like, you know, stutter. And, and, it, and it works pretty well. I mean, like, the beat, I think, I think the thing that really stands out on a lot of these songs is how powerful the beat is. And it works, you know, um, with the type of, you know, even if it's a little, I don't really even think the problem with this album is that's overproduced i mean there's a lot of i feel like there is a good use of instrumentation and they do a good job at showing that but i think they, that's what really shines throughout each song is the type of instrumentation on it and that works on stutter that works on don't know nothing and you know a lot some have like the same t tune and all that stuff and definitely have a little bit of what was going on in 2010 because i feel like 2010 music was still similar to actually songs that were earlier in that decade so it works too i mean never gonna leave this bed was the other single um i i, I like that uh too i i think it's i think it's a sweet song i think um you know it definitely i think um yeah it was another single from the album and uh yeah i i i've i've it's funny, I first got into this song 10 years later and all that, and it was, I think I started listening to this song, like, right before uh, the pandemic, actually, and I would run to this song, and, like, you know, when I'd be going on my runs and all that, and I, I was thinking, it's like, yeah, this is actually, you know, it works pretty well, you know, it, it like, it, it definitely, you could tell it was a song that was for 2010, but, you know, it's, you know, it, it doesn't have, a, music doesn't have a date, you know, or, or it shouldn't. If it does have a date, then, then, then it's not a good song, really, if music has a date. Um, if it doesn't have a date, then it's pretty, it, it's a good beat. And I feel like, you know, it does a good job at not having uh, too much of a date on it, you know? Um, and then we got I Can't Lie. I think I Can't Lie is actually on one of, you know, a good standout song on this album. Uh, you know, um, it definitely... That definitely gives me vibes of songs about Jane, like Sunday Morning, uh, Must Get Out, uh, like, you know, yeah, like, Don't Know Nothing's got vibes from It Won't Be uh, Before So Long, I can't even say it so long, it won't be, it won't be, it won't be soon before long, I can't say it right, that's sad, that's sad, and I just did a review of that album too, isn't that sad, isn't that sad, but, um, yeah. No, so, um, but yeah, with that, I mean, of course, you know, uh, yeah, I Can't Not Lie definitely has, yeah, like, it really does have that Songs About Jane vibe, uh, but it's able to still be, you know, a good, like, you know, thank God that, you know, they're able to still, we're able to still have, you know, because the problem too with Maroon 5 is they had such a gap in their albums that, you know, times change with the music, and what does that mean? Are they gonna change? And they do a good job at keeping relevant with this, with what they were doing, you know, that they weren't making any twists and turns, you know, and it works, um, and I think, I think it w works pretty well, like, Hands All Over, uh, the same thing, um, you know, it's the title track, I mean, it's not that memorable, and there are some songs on this that aren't as memorable as, you know, more so, like, I feel like a lot of songs and songs about Jane are definitely memorable. I mean, there were a few on It Won't Be Before uh, So Long, oh, I said it right that time, um, yeah, It Won't Be Soon Before Long, and I think it's like, so I didn't fully, but okay, you're getting off topic, but uh, no, so really, it really is, though, that, like, 
you know, even though there aren't some songs that aren't as memorable, it's still, uh, you know, they still work, you know? And, um, you know, like, Runaway is pretty good. Um, you know, Get Back in My Life, How. I mean, they're okay. They're okay. I mean, they're, all, they're catchy at times, but they're not as memorable as a, a song like Misery or even Never Gonna Leave This Bed or even Stutter or uh, don't, know, don't Know Nothing About That, you know. But one song that I think probably is the best song on the album after listening to it, like, you know, multiple times is... Just a feeling. And when you hear that, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, damn. That's something. It's like, yeah. And, like, you're listening to it, and you're just, like, relaxing. You're like, oh, my God. You know? And I feel like the best way to listen to this song is close your eyes and just, like, like, you know, knock everything out. And just close your eyes. Yeah. And, yeah, no. And, I mean, the, I will say the one thing I don't like about the song is the chorus is a little um, not as good as, like, the build-up to it. Uh, but it, it, it works pretty well. Like, 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 that's, like, how I felt about Wake Up Call. But, like, you know, um, yeah, like, 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 the way, like, she cries, this is more than goodbye. Like, oh, my God, you know? And, like, the harmonies on it are, is good, too. And it really helps with Adam Levine's voice. I don't know if I like the... Because I think it's, like, you know, his voice is overdubbed. And I don't know how much I like that. But that's, like, if anything, that's my only problem with uh, that, you know, really, really. But um, the last song on uh, the album is Out of Goodbye. Uh, and that was with Lady Antebella, which was a big group at that time, you know, and all that stuff. Uh, and, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, they, they were well-known. And I think it's a good collaboration, too. Uh, works pretty well with the voice of, you know, of both, you know, having, like, you know, a male and a female voice, you know, working well, you know, blending, really. It's really this, really, like, this intimate connection and that's what music can be it's this intimate connection without you know it's like it's almost like you know the physical part of a relationship and i remember hearing this from uh linda ronstadt made this statement that it's almost like sitting in harmony with somebody is almost like sex in a sense that there's this very much of this intimate connection and you can hear it in like a song like out of goodbye and it works well and you know it's not too over the top and both uh you know uh, the voices blend well together, and even, you know, the music works well together, too. That blends well, too. Uh, and, yeah, so that's the last song, technically, on the first release of the album. In 2011, they reissued it with, because I didn't know when I would talk about it, but I feel like this is the best time to talk about it, Maroon 5's probably biggest hit, uh, which is Moves Like Jagger. And, uh, you know, it was released a year later. They recorded it in 2011, and, you know, it became, uh, you know, a big single, but they decided to uh, reissue it with the uh, Hands All All Over album. And, uh, yeah, I mean, let's talk about, yeah, Moves Like Jagger. Um, You know, 
as a song, I think it's actually pretty good. You know, I think it's a really, you know, it's a cool thing of, you know, comparing yourself to Mick Jagger. And Adam Levine talked about when they were making the song, they were, you know, they were thinking, of, you know, they were wondering how they were going to do because it it's a pretty, you know, ballsy type song to do. And it and a lot of thanks has to go to producer Benny Blanco, who is probably one of the biggest producers of the 2010s, producing artists like Justin Bieber, Kesha, and a, a top so many other artists that you can think of, like Katy Perry. I mean, I mean, so many artists that you know, that are big. Uh, he he's worked with, you know, Charlie Puth. I mean, oh, you know, but um, yeah, moves like Jagger. It's just. It's it's a really good tune uh, as well, and I think like you know how I say that even at this time Maroon Five was picking up a little bit more, and they had a little bit more of like uh, other musicians and all that stuff, you know, like touring musicians. Um, it's this song is able to still feel like a five piece group, and they've got Christine Aguilera and all that, and even and like you know Maroon Five was become big even with songs about Jane, but even uh, with uh, it won't be before it won't be soon before lawn um you, you know they were already you know like like i said they were having he was having adam levine was collaborating with kanye west and rihanna so and and alicia keys so but you know yes uh, so you know i mean the thing with this is they were already becoming you know they were already big at this point you know it's like when moves like jagger came out then they were if they needed to still climb the ladder of fame they already had it at this point, you know. And, I mean, the problem, too, is I feel like this is when they got too commercial. And I'm not always for it when an artist gets too commercial to the point where it's like... It's like where it seems like the hype is more popular than the actual music. Because that's sort of what happened with Adam Levine. That's when, you know, people make jokes like the Adam Levine band. That's when you can start making jokes. Like, it became the Adam Levine band because he got on The Voice. He then became, like, uh, you know, a star on The Voice. Uh, you know, and, like, Christine Aguilera was also on The Voice, who also is, uh, you know, collaborates on this song. Um, but... As a sonnet, but yeah, so that's the problem with it. I this is the point where it got too commercial for me. Yet I still think it's a good song, and I think that even though, like I say, that when things get too commercial, time the hype is bigger. And even though I think the hype was, I think a little bit bigger than the song because you have the video and everything. When you listen to the song, the song the song's a pretty good good tune. Like it's like when you hear it, it's like the music's good, the bass line's good. I mean, you know, um, Adam's voice is good. Uh, Christina sings a good you know verse and all that. So you know, yeah, I mean that, that's what I can say with that. So my final thoughts is that this was another good. This album was a blend of you know styles. What they did on songs about Jane and what they did on it won't be soon before long. You know, so it was definitely, um, you know, another good, you know, like, you know, type of album that, you know, just has, you know, like just has their voices, like the production seems okay, doesn't seem too crazy and all that. So this definitely gets a Paula Abdul for me. We love you, we love you, we love you. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's that. Um, and, uh. You know, so will they be able to um, make it big with their next album that we're, we're talking about? I guess you'll have to find out. See you guys next time. Bye.